start spreading the news. Is Thailand finally going to open its nightlife? We've also got stories on fortune-telling tarantulas and a tropical cyclone that's affecting Phuket right now as it rains. All of this coming up on today's Good Morning Thailand. please take a moment to click the like and subscribe button. It helps us way more than you know. Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand, brought to you by Deva Beach Resort and Trishada. Trishada Villas in Delight. Thank you very much for joining us here. And uh, I'm a bit all hay fevery today. My microphone's not on. You gotta bring it up. I've gotta bring it up. That's right, table. yes. Sorry, what's wrong? Signal not going through. To bring the receiver up. Ladies oh. and gentlemen, welcome to Good Morning Thailand. As you can see, we've changed our location. We've got a very fancy painting behind us. You like this painting? Uh, yes, I did. I, I thought we should get that painting in the shot. It's a, a nice bit of yes. uh, sea life in the background. I was just saying that I'm a bit hay fevery this morning, so uh, just all full of. Uh, stuff oh we got a, a bit of a present this morning too that's right and also ladies and gentlemen welcome to the wide angle where you can see behind the scenes that's jason clark jason this is your moment say hello it's a, if you don't like anything in the show yeah. anything that we say any comments anything in the you can direct your comments to to jason yes uh so we need to thank mike burston mike burston yeah who dropped in and he delivered some premier honey which is his uh, business in Western Australia. That's right. He's popped up to Phuket to, uh, to attend to matters of the heart. Uh, but he has brought us in some of his premier honey, which he sort of says is infused with sort of gum tree and eucalyptus type tones, commenting that the Thai honey was quite sweet. Uh, so we do look forward to that. I mean, honey is one of those things, a bit like wines, the, uh, it sort of does represent the, the tastes of the, the environment it's in. So. Thank you very much, Mike, and thank you very much to Premier Honey in Western Australia. There's a free plug from Mike. Well done. <laughs> Thanks for tracking us down. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, as you might know, if you are in currently in Phuket, uh, and as we are currently in Phuket, there's a tropical storm going on. So, well, not really a tropical storm, but a tropical <laughs> cyclone, uh, in particular tropical cyclone Asani, has affected the weather in certain parts of Thailand and Phuket especially coming from the Bay of Bengal between Thailand and India it's certainly affecting the weather here it is it has been gloomy this week it has been gloomy this week a few uh, spots of sunshine but we've had a little bit of rain but then again it's wet season but this is a, a tropical cyclone in the Bay of Bengal it's actually nowhere near Phuket or Thailand for that matter in fact it just made landfall in the last 24 hours at an area which is called uh, Andhra Pradesh. Andhra Pradesh, yes. Thank you. Which is uh, in the central India uh, coast on the east side. So it's just made landfall and it's now been relegated to a tropical storm. It looks like when it happened in the Bay of Bengal or the Indian Ocean, they call them cyclones. Okay. <clears throat> but if it happened in the South China Sea, mm -hmm. it'd be called a typhoon. Exactly the same sort of weather system. They've just got different names. And when and is it called a hurricane? That's when it's in the United States. They call them hurricanes there. Exactly the same storm systems, low pressure uh, systems. 
for Dam some reason, hurricane just sounds like it does more damage. Yeah, the typhoon sounds pretty nasty too. You get the typhoons up in Hong Kong. Taiwan, Australia, they yeah. call them uh, cyclones as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it looks like, um, anyway, this one has weakened, but it is affecting, it's dragging a whole lot of, um, or blowing, if you like, a whole lot of wet, moist air out of the Indian Ocean across Thailand. So that's why there's been quite a lot of rain right around Thailand this week, but it will dissipate. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our first topic today is regarding... That opening. was our first topic. Yeah, but that was more of an update rather. Okay. You know. But our first main topic, uh, like on the thumbnail and the title of the video, is Thailand getting ready to open Thailand's nightlife? Now, some of you would be watching the video and be like, Jay, stop it. Everybody knows the bars are open. Yes, nightlife is vibing um, as you can just check it out on YouTube. Uh, you know, everything seems to be open. Sometimes and most of the times past the curfew. Uh, however, the public health uh, minister and the committee has basically come out and said, look, we're literally on the verge of opening bars and nightclub and entertainment venues. Officially. Officially. Uh, so we need to be prepared. Uh. We need to be prepared with health measures because well, we, we need to create booths and um, health options for people. We need to make sure that they're wearing masks. And to which... So, you, you, I'm just decoding this. Yeah. So, they're going to open yeah. something that's already been open for three months. Yes. Okay. A minimum of three months. So, Anderton, this is one of his quotes. Right now, controlling the disease is not a problem, but controlling people's behaviour is. Yeah. We still need to encourage people to put on face masks. Yes. So it seems to have been that there hasn't been, obviously, a lot of enforcement with the current ban on uh, pubs and stuff. So now, if they're going to officially open, are they going to enforce probably a whole lot list of draconian rules? You can't be within 10 metres of another person. There must not be any dancing. What else do they have as the silly rules? Uh, anyway, I can see that they're going to come up with a list. We'll reopen the bars, but there will be a, a long list of I don't think, restrictions. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be about distance. I think it's going to be maybe only certain amount of people allowed in a party or in a place at a time. But I really hope they don't because let's not kid ourselves. Like I was uh, uh, on, Saturday, on Sunday morning, I did a quick video in the morning, uh, a live video where I said I was in Kharsan on Friday night and I told you as well, there were parts of the road that I couldn't walk. And uh, you know, it was kept on bumping into people. It was that crowded. And even inside the clubs and stuff, people started coming in at 10, 11, because I was like, wait, why are they coming so late? Because the curfew is 12 and certain establishments were still open past midnight. So, you know, I mean, who are they kidding? Like, we, ha we live in a world of social media and Instagram. People can post pictures. They do. Openly, you've got videos showing that it's way past the curfew and, you know, it's really crowded. There's no social distancing. And perhaps at this point, there's no need for it anymore. Let's just own up to it and be like, this is the truth. We're open. No restrictions. Nobody's wearing masks. Like... So uh, why, the, why, the, why do this? It, the whole thing's absurd where they're saying, oh, we're looking at reopening the bars. Hello, have you been outside in the past six months or at least the past three months? Uh, coming up with a whole lot of restrictions for something that people are already ignoring. It, it, it's absurd that they're going and playing this game.
And he, he, he said it completely straight faced that we're, we're looking at reopening the bars. Mm. So, I mean, there are a certain number of the larger gentlemen's clubs, whichever remains closed. So uh, <clears throat> they're fairly high profile. And they're also big attractors of uh, people high up in the Thai society and uh, in politics. So um, they probably have to mind their P's and Q's a bit more than, uh, say, just the average tourist coming into town. So maybe it'll give them legitimacy to reopen again. But as far as uh, going to Pat Pong and Nana, Soy Cowboy, Pattaya, Bangla Road and Phuket, it's been open and thriving and operating well past the curfew as it is. So... Why introduce restrictions and rules to something that people are already ignoring? Yeah. Absurd. And um, now, you know, according to the CCSA, um, there were 17,386 new cases on Wednesday, um, including uh, 100, less than 100 deaths. There were 56 COVID-19 related deaths. And the health minister is using these statistics to further basically impose his uh, vision and his comments that, Look, Thailand's on a downward trend. Infections are going down. Deaths are going down. I mean, it just keeps repeating this. I feel like I'm repeating it again and again. And and we're we're aware of that. And again, he me- he mentioned the endemic phase. We're moving toward the endemic phase. Does the endemic phase? Why don't we just accept the endemic phase for what it is? Everything, all, all the restrictions go away, and let's just continue living life. I, I found it interesting to say that the, of the cases yesterday that they announced six were from overseas i didn't think they were testing people arriving anymore so <laughs> how do they know who's coming in with COVID anymore i mean the whole situation is now yeah. absurd uh, to the point where uh, even i can't make excuses for them anymore i think by the end of may we need to see the restrictions being lifted thailand pass being Ended end of May. How we we've got another yeah. three weeks to go. How annoying would it be that they imagine they come out and say nightlife is back officially, curve no more curfew officially, and then you know when when you're going out to places like Khao San or Tonglo or you know in Patong or in Padaya, you have these booths where they pretend for a while that they're gonna test you. They don't even check for temperature anymore. They don't check for your vaccination certificates, and that's the current reality. Let's not like pretend like it's not. So there's been a, a plenty of nightlife operators getting together and petitioning the government and uh, you know, obviously phone calls have been made, letters have been written and uh, hopefully they can see the benefit to this. But if, they, if the government said, oh, look, we're just going to keep bars closed for the rest of the year, nothing's going to change. The bars will remain open. So the fact that they're saying, oh, we're looking at reopening the bars, I mean, how silly do they want to look? To, to the rest of the world when they're making comments like this? And are they going to enforce the wearing of masks? Are they going to have people marching up and down the street telling tourists to put their masks on? I just think the whole thing has become uh, a, a silly play with not a happy ending. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about stories that regard, regard fortune-telling tarantulas. Oh, well, now we're talking. This is much more important. We'll be back right after this. Here are some of Thailand's top headlines today. Authorities are warning people to be careful when traveling around Thailand, in particular on Phuket Island, after a series of tourists have reportedly gone missing on the popular island these past couple of months. 
A German tourist in Phuket, 76-year-old woman, has so far only been identified as Miss Barbara, reportedly went missing from a hotel in Talang district earlier this week. This is reportedly the second time Ms. Barbara has been reported missing. In another incident this month, she was found at Nayang Beach, also in Talang District, before she went missing again on Monday. Ms. Barbara was last seen wearing a blue jacket with a white shirt tucked inside and black trousers. In a separate incident last month, an American tourist got lost in a jungle in Talang District. The tourist, an unnamed 68-year-old man, had become lost in the afternoon but a rescue team luckily found him in the early evening. He reportedly had some scratches on his leg and was dehydrated. The man had contacted Phuket Tours police when he got lost, and they started searching for the man along a nature trail on the hill with the help of officers from a nearby national park. Police are investigating the incident of a real estate businessman slapping a well-known Thai activist in the face in broad daylight on the MBK skywalk. 46-year-old real estate businessman, known as K-100 Million, slapped 67-year-old Warawan Saang, or Pa Pao, a well-known Thai activist in the face. Pa Pao is a merchant, but also an activist, and is often at the forefront of many political protests that happen in Bangkok. In a video circulating on social media shows Papao standing with her cart on the MBK skywalk. Then, K-100 million walks up to her, points at her and slaps her in the face so hard that she falls to the floor. Many people witness the incident and police officers rush to the scene. After that, the protesters who saw tried to attack K-100 million. The police got the situation under control and took the man to Batumwan police station. Superintendent Pansa Amarad Pitak said the man was charged with the attack and could face more charges if Papao was injured badly. His request to get out of bail was rejected. And lastly, a man from Ang Tong province in central Thailand believes that a tarantula in the forest can predict the future. So far, the tarantula has made two lottery predictions, and the man reportedly waits day and night for the furry fortune teller to come out of its hole to see what it might predict next. When the man wants Paya Bung, or Lord of the Tarantulas, to make a lottery prediction, he conducts a ceremony for it outside of its hold in the forest behind Wat Bod Rasha Satta Temple in Po Tong District, Ang Tong Province. He lights candles and incense and prays to the spider. Then he carefully places the numbers 0 to 9, written on pieces of paper, into the hole and pokes them down with an incense stick. He patiently waits for Paya Bung to emerge from the hole, and when the spider comes out, it brings its lottery predictions out too. And welcome back. You're watching Good Morning Thailand. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to give a quick shout out to Aussie Chris. Thank you for being a Tiger member. Another Aussie. We had Aussie Mark pop in and say hello. Mike. And now we've got Mike, and now we've got Aussie Chris. Yes. Okay. Thank you for being Tiger member and Thank supporting you. the channel. We appreciate you. Very um, much. As well as Trishada. Well, we're at Trishada Villas That's in right. Chernthalay. Very nice uh, three and four bedroom uh, luxury villas. And uh, neutral tones with little... Uh, Hints of the uh, the and man, and the colours of blue and the cushions and things. Are really nice appointed, and I like the landscaping. I like the fact that they've all got a pool, and uh, yeah, this one that we're in is three bedroom. Yeah, the master bedroom is huge, 
Huge. I'd probably turn the little uh, bedroom over there, I'd turn that into an office. Cool. Near the entrance. Yeah. So you can, people can come in and sit in your office without having to trace right. through the house. If you actually buy the villa, you can do anything you want with it. You could turn it into a, uh, a place where you grow bees. What's uh, that called? I think a you might need to get some permits. We don't condone that kind of behavior. Oh, no, no, no. I think when you buy a Trishada villa, you get a license to, uh, to grow bees and honey. That is definitely not true. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, Doug. Look, you've, you've, been, uh, you've been shown certain parts of the villa. Uh, Jason, could you cut to the wide angle? Oh, wide angle. Love it. Behind the scenes. Oof. You can see this beautiful painting, this amazing wood table. This you've is got a... glass all around you. I don't feel claustrophobic. But if you'd actually like to learn more about Trashada and uh, Trashada Villas, you can visit tigerproperty.com. That's our website. Um, you can just type in tigerproperty.com. Um, you know, if whether you're looking for real estate in Phuket or Thailand or anywhere in Thailand, really, and then you can... Uh... You could buy a, a condo in Pattaya. Yeah. And you could buy a, a villa in Chiang Mai. You could buy a pool villa yeah. in Koh Samui overlooking the beach. You could. Uh, you could also buy a condo in Asok. That's right. And rent it out to Jay. He hasn't got a very big budget, so... It'll oh, very low maintenance. It'll have to be cheap. Yeah, so you can visit tigerproperty.com to actually have a 3D walkthrough of the villa. And uh, yeah, and anything, any questions or any pictures or any uh, queries you might have, you can actually just contact an agent and find out more. Yeah, at tigerproperty.com, a lot of the properties, you can do those 3D walkthroughs that Jack used to do and yeah. uh, mock them mercilessly. I thought it was quite <laughs> funny. Uh, but but uh, we're also doing a special uh, series of stories mm -hmm. on tigerproperty.com, which is uh, the first one I'm doing is about the problems over the past 20 years, the, the white shoe brigade that came into Thailand. And uh, they were shonky developers. Uh, yep. There are a lot of good developers, but there were some really shonky ones. And uh, there are still some uh, buildings half built, some which are fully built, but they don't own the land. All sorts of bad things happen. So... We're going to try and give you all the warning signs that you need a checklist of things you need to check before you get involved in property in Thailand so that you don't uh, suffer some of the woes that uh, have fallen on people who have uh, invested in the past in good faith. But we want to make sure that people know that there's plenty of upside in uh, property in Thailand, but there's also the downside that you need, need to be aware of. Talking about checklists, yes. the next Bangkok governor is going to have on top of his checklist prioritizing transport and traffic problems. Yeah, oh, I thought we were going to talk about the tarantula. Oh, we'll get to, we get to the tarantula uh, later. That, that's the best story. We leave the best for last. Yes, the lottery number picking tarantula. Yeah. So, yeah, it was interesting when they surveyed people, they said, what's the most important thing for the new Bangkok governor to do? Mm -hmm. We know that there are 31 candidates. The election is on May the 22nd. Yep. They said public transport. Yeah, they did. But I would have thought, I live in Bangkok during the week, that Bangkok's got a pretty good public transport system. I was actually surprised too, especially that we come from Phuket, but I think it's just because our Phuket brains, because when I moved from Phuket to Bangkok, I was like, oh, there is public transport, great. Because yes, there isn't any in Phuket. But I think they might be meaning road public transport in uh, particular. Well, I mean, it has traffic snarls, yes. but the traffic snarls in Bangkok, I don't think are any worse now than they were 20 years ago. But it's not reliable, Tim. 
The public transport? Yeah, it's always late. It's never on time. What? The public transport in Bangkok? Yes. Well, we're talking about the BTS. It comes past every three minutes. Again, I mean the public buses. Like the 1242. Okay. I, I can't speak about those because I, oh, okay. I, I think they could certainly. It's beneath you. They, no, 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 no. It's just they don't go where I'm going. You don't take the 515 to Anusavari. No, I thought about it. Okay. Um, I was probably more inclined to take the 248. Ah, that's not a real bus. Uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as far as the BTS, the MRT, every time I'm heading off back off to the airport, I'm always crossing over about three new SkyTrain lines that are about to be opened. Uh, they've got a new SkyTrain line going out to Don Mung Airport. Yeah. Uh, so th there's a lot of extra public transport. But look, as far as the those crappy old red buses with the black belching smoke and the open windows. I don't know why they can't buy buses with windows and turn on the aircon. Yes, I mean, I think that's time for an upgrade. So some electric buses would be nice. And also, like, even though there's a bus lane, people abuse the roads and they, they, they sure. just drive in the bus lane. Sure. I hate people who do that. If you're one of those people, look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, so when why you, am I like this? When you're on a motorbike, yeah. taxi and the motorbike taxi jumps into the bus lane mm -hmm. you go oh excuse me rider would you uh please get back into the the, the lane no i don't want to be shot or when they go through a red light you go excuse me would you wait for the red light no i just look at them with disgust in my eyes yes i've had some uh recently i've had a few cowboys riding like, the motorbike like most people you know like when someone cuts you off and goes into the other lane when when you eventually go by them everybody has that moment where they where they look at that person and just go, oh my God, filth. Thai people don't really do that. They yeah, smile, they it's, it's honest, no, it's a, it, there's a smile there, but the smile says, <laughs> you're a creep. <laughs> so recently, another motorbike taxi, yeah. I'm waxing lyrical here, uh, he was 98, it, not out. Oh, I this saw guy that, was yeah. so old, yeah. and he, would, he was holding the bar, gripping the bars for, yeah. for dear life, and he had his feet on the ground, and he was basically walking us along the road <laughs> and I thought no the idea is you're meant to put your feet on the motorbike and accelerate he no he was just and so after about a hundred meters of this and I thought I'm going to be on this damn thing all day or this guy's going to expire halfway between oh, no. now and the journey and I'm going to have a dead motorcycle driver and uh, a motorbike on the side with me on the back going <laughs> I know nothing about it. So I politely got off. I actually, at one stage, I said, would it be okay if I drove the motorbike? <laughs> he politely refused. Did you really? Yes, I said, oh, all right, all right. He said, no, <laughs> my, my. I went, okay. Okay. So all that right. was, uh, yeah. he was, he was um, 90 plus, easily. He was not 90 plus. He, easily 90 plus. <laughs> all right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think. Give us your feedback. What do you think um, is... Well, the issue with the public transport and how it can be improved in Bangkok. Well, another one as part of the same survey, 45% said they wanted the new governor to tackle the flood problems. But of course, it's only a certain uh, number of people who are affected by the floods. Yeah. So uh, that, that's why that, I think probably on a macro scale, macro, yeah, macro, the flooding is one of the sort of the big ticket issues that they need to start investing some big money in. Mm -hmm because uh, Bangkok is sinking and the water is rising. So uh, 
within 20 years, there's going to be whole areas of Bangkok which won't be habitable. So uh, I think that needs to be a priority as well. Um, yep, yeah, and uh, currently the most popular um, option for the next governor is, unsurprisingly, the former transport minister, Cha Cha. Why do you say unsurprisingly? Because that's the biggest concern. They want to improve the transport. Ah, I see, I see. Ah, but I feel like he might be the most likeliest person to have the knowledge to improve. Well, he has been, uh, I, th I think also people sort of after experience. And so if they have been in politics, it, uh, it bodes well. But there's 31 candidates. I mean, there's a, quite a big field for people to vote in. Yes. Another statistic I found quite interesting, uh, when asked how confident they are about the election, 72% of the respondents believe there will be vote buying. So they don't have a lot of confidence. 49% yep. uh, said they trust in the election commission to hold a fair election. But 72% said, oh, well, there's going to be vote buying. Yeah. What, what's vote buying? Buying the votes. Yes. You pay people to vote for you. Something like that. As they uh, used to say in Australia, vote early and vote often. Right. So good luck. Good luck with the election. Good luck to all the candidates, all 31 of you. And if you'd like to know more about the Bangkok uh, governor... Um, Race? I was going to say Natty made a video, but she made a different video. She, no, she made a video with all the candidates. Was well, it? some of the not, candidates. Well, not all. I think the top no. six candidates. Yes. So you can check that video out that Natty made, um, which is also on the Tiger channel. That now, transport minister you mentioned earlier, yeah. he's been the front runner for about uh, six months now, mm. ever since there was talk of the... Uh, and the former... Or the well, current, but the, the, the former mayor... Um, not mayor, the governor, who was around for some eight years, eight, six or eight years... He's, uh, he's not going to be re-elected, it doesn't appear. So it uh, looks like he's out and the former transport minister is in. All right, we're going to take another break. Before we go to the break, I've got a comment here from Nobody who says, Jason looks dead serious. Hello, hi, smiley face. Well, we wouldn't know if he's smiling because he wears the mask. He is, yeah. He usually wears the mask right over his yes. face. Jason, uh, wide so. angle, please. Can you wave to show if you're happy or sad? Say so wave hi to mom and dad. Hi, Josie. That's about as exciting as it gets. <laughs> no. All right. As long as there's a wake park yeah. within 10 kilometers of where he lives, yeah. he's happy. Yeah. He that's, has, that's his happy face, believe it or not. He's been picking me up every morning. Yeah. This is, oh, yeah, he has. Yeah. And driving me here. So thank you very much, Jason. You're doing a good job. All right, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back from the break, I promise we will talk about the fortune telling tarantulas. You need to hear about this. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This Good Morning Thailand is also sponsored by Dewa Beach Resort. And you can visit Dewa Beach Resort in Nayang, Phuket with a 10% discount if you type in the code TIGER at checkout. What amazing and beautiful place Dewa Beach Resort is, Tim. Uh, not only very beautiful, but beautif beautifully located yeah. at Nayang Beach, Oof. just over the road, which is uh, very, very nice. Yes. And uh, a nice stroll through the Sirinat National Park. And uh, within almost walking distance from the airport. Well, not quite walking distance, a bit of a long walk, 
But a five-minute taxi ride and you're at the airport. But you wouldn't know when you're at the Daywa Beach Resort because you don't hear the aeroplanes. There's a little bit of a, a rise of land and a lot of trees between you. But um, you can, from Daywa, you could probably walk for about 20 minutes. Be a pretty firm walk along the beach. Mm -hmm. And you can take pictures of the aeroplanes taking off over, over you. You know all those shots? That's people? in Maikau. Well, it's you can walk from Nayang as you yeah, as it's, you it's, it's, I would say it's about a 20-minute walk. Yeah, as you walk along the beach, you basically enter Maikau with an invisible border. No, Nayang is north of my... No, Maikau starts around the airport. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah Maikau starts around but, but where the airport is. Yes. It's a long, long, long straight beach. And it can get very dangerous during the wet season because uh, it's quite steep. Yeah. So the waves come and it's right up to the shore. Tim, how good are you at telling fortunes? I'm not very good. Uh, I mean, I don't believe in fortune telling as such. Uh, I, I've actually read quite a lot about it over the years. Uh, these charlatans that sort of, you know, think they can talk to the dead. Uh, all this is um, snake oil salesman as far as I'm concerned. But ties do really believe in this sort of fortune telling yes. and, uh, and, and finding ways of picking numbers. And the, everybody, every Thai person has got their own secret to picking the numbers in the lottery. That's right. This guy's got a particularly good solution. That's right. I love lotteries and fortune telling as much as the next Thai person. But this man in Isan, I believe, or actually from the Ang Tong province in central Thailand, he's found a special tarantula that gives him magic numbers that make him actually win lotteries. Gives him a good bite too, That's I right. thought. Uh, and the tarantula has actually made two winning lottery predictions. I mean, how do has you, it? Do, 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 do. How, do you, how do you answer do, to that? Could you tell us the method, Jay, that yes. he uses to uh, help get the tarantula to pick the numbers? He, okay, Can I, do you know what he calls this tarantula? No. Hayabung, which means the Lord of the Tarantulas. I'd call it Larry. So he goes to, okay, let's call him Larry for the purposes. Cool. Larry the Tarantula. He goes to Larry and he, he's found his hole where Larry rests. He goes and does a Excuse quick... Excuse me? Yeah. For Larry, that's his home. So don't you just go calling it a hole. He goes to Larry's home. He does a quick prayer and then he's got little chits of numbers. Sorry, little little chits of paper with number, with a number. Can you say on it. chit? Chit. Okay. Say it carefully. Right. So you've got. <laughs> stop it. He's got pieces of paper with numbers written on it from zero to nine, and he puts it into the hole. He pokes the paper into the hole with an incense stick, in particular, and the not lit. It's not lit by the way. Or is it? And then the no, and then the tarantula eventually comes out with one of the chits, and then he uses that number to buy a lottery ticket with. I mean, some people would call that harassment. Uh, yeah, I think you'd call that uh, tarantula pestering. Tarantula lives matter. Yeah, uh, so this tarantula is trying to evict these uh, bits of paper that have been poked into its house, and uh, depending on the number, then he picks the numbers. Mm -hmm. So uh, basically letting fate or luck choose the numbers. But he says he's had a few wins. That's right. Uh, so the first time he did that, the tarantula came out. 
I wonder what he was doing it the first time. He was like, I don't know what numbers to pick. Let me just throw some numbers in this tarantula hole and just pick whatever. Home, home. home no, don't home. call it a hole. Yeah. So the first time the tarantula came up with three pieces uh, of paper with three numbers, the second time with two numbers, and you can buy the lotteries depending on three... Um, two or three numbers. Yeah, two or three numbers. Um, and uh, yeah, he won it twice and he was like... This is a winning. This is the winning mentality. This is what I need to do. I'd be looking after that. I'd <coughs> be buying that tarantula or a gold necklace. Thank you very much. Well, the secret's out. He's probably not the only one. Like there are some legit loony people. Not loony people. I apologize. Allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged. Allegedly loony people who take this to the next level. And like sure. I'm afraid now for these animals <laughs> that might be exploited and harassed in order to get a number. I mean. If you like lotteries, great. If you like gambling, great. But don't harass an innocent I, animal. To... I think a much better way would yeah. be to line up uh, nine Thai people yeah. with a number on them and then put the tarantula out and the one that he bites, yeah. that's how you choose the number. <laughs> so when they... Oh! <laughs> By the way, if a tarantula in Thailand bites you, it's, uh, it, it's not going to kill you. Well, It'll we have hurt. a resident expert with us. So, are any tarantulas venomous, Jason? In Thailand. In Thailand. All of them are. They're all venomous. He said all of them But are. not venomous to a human. I mean, it'll what, make is it you, like a bee sting or...? It's a bee sting. Yeah, it'll But hurt. I don't like bee stings. Okay, well, neither does the bee. Yeah. Because the bee dies after it stung you. Um, so, are there any venomous tarantulas in the world, some of them are bigger, I know, that could kill a human? All in Australia. <laughs> oh, Australia is a dangerous place. I don't think there are any <laughs> venomous tarantulas that will kill yeah. people in Australia. There's he, the funnel yeah. web spider and the redback spider, they'll kill people. Anything in Australia wants to kill you, including the people. Who's this? That's PG Santa, who's just donated $5. Thank you very much, PG Thank Santa, for the so donation. Much. Can I get, and he says, can I get you to buy me a lotto ticket with the tarantula numbers, Tim? Thanks. Uh, I'm not going any, I'm not great with spiders. I'm not good with spiders either, yeah. I'm uh, not really good with snakes. I have to say that uh, in all the years I was in Australia, I only saw a couple of snakes. Here I've seen a few, but they tend to, uh, and I've been that far away from a king cobra. Oh. Uh, Why? I, well, do you want the I think I've told the story before, but there were, my cats were making noise outside. Oh. And I went to find out what was going on. They were hissing and about to attack this cobra, which was like that, ready to, it wasn't happy. And the pounce? cats weren't happy. What did happy. they do? Well, they were just sitting there hissing at it, ready to, to pounce. Okay. So I, oh, stupidly, I walked up and I grabbed one cat. My eyes were just fixed on this cobra. And then I put that cat screaming and squawking under this arm and then grabbed the other cat. And my, I'm that far away from the cobra. And I grabbed the other cat and put it under my arm and slowly backed away. And this thing was like that. And the cobra killed all of you and we're actually currently in hell. Well, when I got inside, I suddenly realised what a foolish person I had been. But the cats were safe and I was safe. And uh, every time I went outside, I used to go, I wonder where it is, because it probably wasn't too far away. Didn't you call the, you know, Badek Dung? Not Badek Dung. Well, well we, we're on a private, um, a, a private golf course. I suppose I should have, but the... Hundreds of cobras on that golf course. Fancy, fancy man. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's... I can't play golf. I don't know why. I probably... Ladies and gentlemen, let us know your feedback. What do you think about this whole tarantula story? Is it harassing the animals? Uh, or is it just do what you must for the numbers of the fortune? You know yes. you've got friends who have ways of choosing their numbers. Yes. Uh, number plates are a popular one. People... Red plate, white plate. Uh, any number on a plate in general from a friend, especially if they get a new car, they often ask if you've dreamt of any numbers. It could be any number. You were walking in a dream and it was house number 41. Ah, oh, must go buy a lottery now. So my mother used to use all out the birth dates of my sister, myself, my father. So we're all born on the 20th or the 21st. So the numbers were always 2021, 2021 or something. And that's why you never won. If we never won. <laughs> My mother played the, the lottery or whatever it was for some 40 years and uh, never won a red cent. You know what's more alarming? I've met way too many people who won the lottery. Like they do end up winning but did they? a bit of money. I got a funny feeling a lot of people say they win the lottery or they win a, a no, small prize. They, yeah, they win like 5,000 baht, 8,000 baht. They, but they do. And I'm like... How is this possible? Like way too many of you. Because, you know, it's probably, I expected it to be 1%, but it's probably like 10% of my friends. Well, that, well that's coincidence, obviously. Do, 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 do. What methods do you have to choose your lottery numbers? Uh, obviously, it is all complete luck. All right. Nothing else. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about your live questions and answers. So if you do have any questions for us, please leave them in the chat right now and we'll address it in just, just, just What a do you feed a tarantula, by the way? Jason, what do you feed? He's got a tarantula. He's got two tarantulas. Okay, what do this you This is feed? not a joke. This is not a bit. Jason's got how many snakes, Jason? Two. Two snakes. Two and snakes. How many tarantulas? Three. And or other reptiles? There's scorpions. There's baby scorpions. Oh, he's got scorpions as well. That's right. Yeah. But what do the tarantulas eat? Crickets. Besides your friends. Crickets, he says. Crickets. Crickets. Grass okay. Grass what do the crickets think about that? They're yeah. not particularly happy. Why don't you care about crickets, Jason? Yeah. Or crickets' lives matter. He feeds his snake mice. <laughs> Animal <laughs> abuser. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. So everyone's, somebody's got to care for the reptiles. It's okay. um, everyone's food for someone. You would have been very at home 65 million years ago when there were dinosaurs roaming around. Oh, he would have been you, a stud. You could have had a pet yeah. stegosaurus. He's a provider. I'll provide for you. Jason, the man of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. Good Morning Thailand gets up to 80,000 viewers per week and we'd like to weaponize our audience for you. That's right, so if you have a business or property or even your house that you'd like to sell... Private yacht? Yeah, it could, we could be in space. I'm not sure about space. Well, all you have to do is contact us on info at and you can hire us up to a day or even a week and we'll go to your property and do the show live. Good Morning Thailand, coming your way. Welcome back. You're watching Good Morning Thailand and it's now time to answer your questions. We're going to start off with P.T. Tan who says, Tim, you were lucky it was not a spitting cobra, but snakes don't usually attack. They only defend themselves when they are threatened. Can confirm, Jason? Yeah. Right. He says yes. So, yes, I wasn't 
<clears throat> in any way aggressive towards the uh, the cobra. Well, you were staring him in the eye. You look aggressive. Well, I didn't quite know what to do with uh, uh, how do you sort of keep a cobra engaged. It was just your animal instincts. Was like, quick, I'm going to stare him down. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't really sit and think about uh, what I should do. The, the, the moment happened uh, very spontaneously, and I just got into sort of protective mode for yeah, the cats because those cats you? were about yeah. to be. That's actually that's what happened. The, the, the cats would have, would have come off second best. You would have seen Snake. You would have walked away from Snake, but you saw the cats and you were like, "Yes, save not the cats. my cats, yes. not today. Not today. The neighbor's cat's fine." <laughs> For those people, uh, I was outside the ninth green. Yeah, and my cats loved playing on the ninth green. They were scratching it, and they used to. It was their basically their toilet. So, uh, <laughs> my cats loved the ninth green. And there are still wounds of their time there. All right, Ryan Bishop says, Jason wishing he didn't speak English right now. Uh, and uh, moving on. Well, he barely speaks English. Yeah, I mean, a couple, couple of words here and there, just enough to get by. A very thick Novo Castorian accent. But he does speak fluent Swahili. I don't know where he learned that. Damien Jesser says, question. Will the Lao border checkpoint stamp passport to enter Lao? Then on the way back, about one hour, the checkpoint Thai stamp my 30 days. Uh, well, I do believe the, uh, there's a couple of Lao borders open now, okay. including one at the Friendship Bridge. Uh, yeah. as, I think it is, just generally, talking about the, the, the topic of land borders, it's increasingly difficult yeah. to be able to go and get re-stamped to come in. Uh, the, I mean, in the last five years, the, uh, the, the immigration people at the checkpoints were loath to stamp people back in after they've done it already once. So if you want to come to Thailand and you want to stay here for a long time, don't think that you're going to be able to uh, just hop across any land border every 30 days. It's not going to work like that uh, in the future. That, not that you can't or that you can't try. Uh, but they were loath to re-stamp people more than one or two times. That's the way it was before. Yeah. Uh, I've got some fun comments from Sick Puppy and Mackie. Uh, Sick Puppy says, no caramel, no peace. Uh, and uh, people are asking well, We for, couldn't afford to bring caramel with us. She wouldn't even pick up our phone calls anymore. She said if it's not... She wouldn't fly uh, unless it was first class. Yeah. And there are simply no airlines She flying. wanted the entire villa for her stay. Yeah. And... Uh, now she's not even picking up our phone calls. No. What do you do? Well, there's no first class uh, on any of the airlines coming yeah. to Phuket. So we weren't able to... Then she said, well, just the whole plane. I said, yeah. well, that's just not going to happen, Carmel. So the, the fact that she's just so demanding, she made her own rod on her own back. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so Mackie's saying, Natty may have other commitments. Uh, yes, Natty has been... Uh, holding the fort down in Bangkok. And actually, Jet Gunther is in the Bangkok studio today, along Ooh. with Natty, along with Carmel. They're holding the fort down. That's dangerous. And you'll be seeing all these people very soon, exactly next Monday. So stay tuned for that. As for now, I, I hope you're enjoying the OB, by the way. If you are, please click the like button. Subscribe oh, yes. to the channel if you haven't subscribed. That's the very least you can do. So is Jet in the building on Monday? I believe he is that over the weekend. very dangerous. Does it? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Snive says, says, the palm oil shortage is affecting Jet's hair. Well, I haven't looked at Jet's hair in the past couple of days, but he, he was away on like a sort of a, a sanctuary for a couple of weeks, as yeah. he does. 
That might be an interview I'll do with Jet when I see him next week. Tell us about your retreat. Yeah. What did you learn? Where was it? How he does seem it a lot calmer. Well, he messages a lot less. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, f I feel like I've noticed that he just, you know, doesn't he's more message chilled. me that much. Yeah, he's yeah. just more calmer. Stopped abusing you all the time. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's good. Pretty much. So there is a palm oil shortage. Are there, are, in the next 12 months, there are going to be a lot of shortages of a lot of things as the uh, supply chain breaks down in a number of countries. We've got a, a tough, uh, tough year ahead, I'd say. All right. Just hey. checking Bitcoin's price uh, again, <laughs> as I've been checking for the past uh, few days. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Have you collected a couple of jars of your Bitcoin lover tears? It's, uh, it's now below 1 million baht. It's dropped below for the first time in a long yeah. time. Stay strong, Bitcoin lovers and cryptocurrency lovers. It's a tough time. We'll get through this. We'll get through this. We? Not we. I'm, I'm How much Bitcoin have you I'm, got? I have got zero. I'm trying to cheer them up. Just go with the flow. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, AJF says, question, who is the artist of the painting, Tim, Ooh. and how much? I believe the painting behind you. It, it is a very beautiful painting. Jason, wide camera. Uh, the name is K-O... Coracut. 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 I believe the Thai artist from Phuket. Well, it starts with a K. That's a bit, I think all we can really ascertain. We that. can ask Doug for you, who is the developer. Is it a real painting? Or is it a it's a real oil on canvas. Okay. Original? Yes. Right. <laughs> I love all those, uh, those art shops that yeah. you see in places like Patong and people go, there's always somebody sitting there sort of whittling away and they've got, they've got the, the palettes and the bit of orange here. It's a very a of... beautiful painting. Though. I like it. That's why I said, let's get it in the program today. But I, I found out later that um, they're all basically a franchise. There are these big factories where probably Burmese workers just... Uh, do 20 versions of the same painting and they all go off to 20 different shops and they even make the palettes and the, the fake brushes and the fake easels and the fake, when they ship them, it's all part of the, uh, the game. So the, all those fine art shops you see in places like Patong, I suppose, in places like Patia as well, I haven't seen as many of them. Uh, yeah, they, they are original paintings, but they're all basically copies of other paintings. Paint by numbers, Pretty much. But the, 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 I think I think Thai people are very artistic. I think. Oh sure. They, they're, and there are some genuine artists as yeah, well. Yeah. But all those shops in places like Patong, where they've got the, if you go to the next shop, the same, all the same paintings. You, I think, if you physically go there, uh, then you can make sure that you're asking for an original, and they'll give you an original, hopefully. Oh sure. Yeah. Can you make sure the painting I'm getting is original? Is this a Da Vinci? <laughs> yeah. 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 What? This, this is a Renoir? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof, Renoir. I like Degas. Anyways, XSPK Tro says, watching from the Philippines, looking to migrate there as soon as possible. To, to Thailand? Yeah. Uh, is this person Filipino? or I'm are they? Okay, well, good luck. Yeah. Not sure if you... Well, there's plenty of nice beaches in the Philippines as well. Yeah. Not as many. Uh, Tiger Press Purs says, if you read my message, can you give me information about that honey? Well, uh, Tiger, I would uh, suggest you visit the start of the show because I think we spent about two minutes talking just about the honey. But this was given to us from Mike Burston, Premier Honey, which he got it from his own bee farm in Australia. Yeah, bees have been working pretty hard. Um, 
Western Australia Premier Honey. I dare say if you type in Premier Honey Western Australia into your Google machine, you will be able to find out more about that particular product. I'm, I don't want to open it here and have a smell because I, I don't want to break the seal. Yeah. We're going to open it in the office. The fact that you can actually bring honey into Thailand quite surprised me because you certainly wouldn't be able to take Thai honey back to Australia or yeah. New Zealand. You can't really take anything back in Australia. <laughs> no, they search all your luggage to check as well. Yep. I think we've run out of questions for today. Have you ever watched the program Border Control? Board, yes. Border, border, border Force or Border Control? Yes. I, I've seen snippets oh, of it. Dear, oh dear. The things that people try and bring into the country. And uh, the people that wear Border Force on their uniforms, the way that they're going to prevent people getting into the country. Yeah. It's quite funny. Is that, I mean, yeah, they've kind of, you know, made it cinematic and tried to make it seem like Border Patrol police are quite hardcore. I mean, yeah, they are in a way, but... Border Force. Always yeah. reminds me of... Baywatch. No, 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 no. The, uh, the American film by the two guys from South Park. Uh, Team America. Team America. Always reminds me, when I see the Border Force, it reminds America. me of America. Yeah, don't go any further. <laughs> All right, One of my favourite films. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have, please click the like button. Comment in the video section below if you'd like to address anything later on. And no, red t-shirts are not available at the Tiger Shop. Only the black ones. Yes. And uh, please subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Uh, thank you, Tim. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, listener. Thank and thank you, uh, Mike. Yeah. Mark. Mike. Mike. Thank Mike you, Mike. Burston. He was a big boy, wasn't he? Yeah, he's got a message right here. Mike Burston. Mike. He sent us a very lovely note. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Jason, behind the buttons. We will see you tomorrow.